Well, searching this right here, it says slow motion pistol shrimp attack hits 4,000% Celsius. Yes. So that's hot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds warm. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? Do you ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie? Well, we're here to answer that question for you. Each week, we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. We do appreciate help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go check out our website. Subscribe to our email list for exclusive content and updates. Those of you that have already done it, I'm fast at work and getting ready to release episode two of Mishaps and Mayhem or Outtakes. So... (laughs) We have that many? Yeah, we have three so far, and I'm working on a fourth right now because we've had some great ones over the last few episodes. Tenet provided probably 20 minutes of outtakes. It was great. <laughs> Did it really? Did it? Yeah. It, we, when we recorded, it was an hour, and we recorded an hour and almost 50 minutes of content, and the re- episode's only an hour and 15 minutes when I released it. So, Oh, is it because I'm a fucking moron and I don't understand time works are you gonna put me on blast for not understanding like theoretical time travel i don't think that's fair <laughs> to be honest with you the one was the best part was the biggest one is when you asked about entropy <laughs> and, and we talked for like 15 minutes about entropy and we were so fucking wrong on all of it <laughs> because human entropy is the act of getting old oh yeah when you apply entropy to humans it's us getting old. So when you reverse human entropy or the entropy of an auto object, it's just getting younger. Oh, okay. So you would understand that better than most. I wish that I could flip entropy all of a sudden. Right? <laughs> Hell no, I wouldn't want to be 20 Can years old. we just old go again. back to your sense of humor, JJ, and just make fun of that? Yeah, sure. There's some clips in there about that. Freaking Actually, I think Bill I and Ted. Oh my God. It's like the, it's like the new Jurassic Park. Like, can exactly. we go one episode without mentioning Bill and Ted? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, my new rule is if every time he says Bill and Ted, I'm just going to go fucking heavyweights and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today we're reviewing the, the movie Project Power. It's a Netflix original movie. It was released on August 14th, 2020. It's directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman. It was written by Mattson Tomlin. Mm-hmm. It starred Jamie Foxx. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I knew something was coming. Dominique Fishback, Santoro, uh, Rodrigo Santoro, and Amy Landecker. It is about a crazy pill that gives its users unpredictable powers for five minutes, and it hits the streets of New Orleans. A teenage dealer, a local cop, must team up with an ex-soldier to take down a group responsible for its creation. If you're joining us for the first time, we do start with a spoiler-free review. This guy spells his name just like me. I've never, I have never seen that before. Wow. I in- When I was researching, I was like, oh, Matt's going to have a thing to say about this. Amazing. <laughs> I like this so movie now, more. Instantly, five, <laughs> 0.5 points higher than what it was before for me. Again, if you're joining us for the first time, we do start with a spoiler-free review where each of us will provide some quick thoughts on the film 
provides you with a rating based on a three-tiered scale. We're going to twist it a little bit because it is only available to stream. So this time, guys, worth it means you should definitely take the second to hop into your Netflix account and watch this movie. Stream it, same words, but meaning if you have time, you're looking for something to watch, you're bored, you don't know what else to watch because you've exhausted the entire other library that you have at your disposal, take a couple hours and watch this movie. And finally, skip it, meaning exactly that. Just go ahead and skip this movie. There's no need to watch it. With that being said, I'll kick us off this time. Thank goodness. I really wanted to like this movie more than I did. It had some very interesting parts. Visually, it's a stunning movie. The acting's pretty good in some occasions. I love Jimmy Fox. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I really enjoyed this main girl, Robin. She was quite fun to watch in a lot of times. But... When it comes to the story and the plot and the dialogue, especially this movie, it leaves a lot to be desired for me. I had to rewind two or three times because I was like, I just missed an entire section of this movie. And I wasn't doing anything else. I was just watching the movie, but I missed it because I zoned out because I was bored. So there are parts of this movie that I could have skipped. I think there were a lot of things that weren't necessary for the plot. But other than that, I think it's worth a watch once because visually it's fun. It's a really interesting take on a humans having power. So I really liked that aspect of it. But there were a lot of things that I just didn't enjoy. So I'll give it a stream it. Don't watch this thing unless you have nothing else that you consider important for you to watch. But when you're sitting there and you're like, God, I really just want to watch something. It's movie night. Pop some popcorn. You can watch this movie and it wouldn't make you any less intelligent or cool just because you watched it like you know she dies tomorrow or something uh <laughs> let's move forward javier you go next yeah um so i think it, like let me start over <laughs> reset you would think that a movie with jamie fox and joseph gordon levitt would be an awesome movie and you would be wrong like it is not that good it's and and i'm the resident like action dude i am a sucker for shitty action movies and <laughs> this one just is not not that good guys like even the acting was a little disappointing from both jamie fox and joseph gordon levitt i mean honestly i think the supporting actors did a better job than these guys did <laughs> visually speaking yeah there's some cool parts to it there are some parts that just look like cheap cgi especially when you have like that Dr. Jekyll dude that like starts peering in the basement like that didn't look anyway, that's a spoiler. We'll get into that. But there are some cinematography that's really cool. Like when you are in that chamber uh, and you're watching a fight, mm. um, that that's was funny. Really I cool. hated that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe I'm grasping at straws here trying to find something that, that was cool about this movie. I'm going to give it a stream it based off of JJ's definitions. Like if you don't have anything else to watch and it's between this and like, putting a 12 gauge in your mouth like yeah like watch this movie <laughs> jesus <laughs> there's the javier i know and love all right i'll bring us home so i'll just come right out and say it for me to stream it just everyone's already said what i wanted to say you like javier said you think with two a-list actors you would think a lot more of this movie to me you know what movie it reminded me of i think everyone has seen the movie with bradley cooper limitless yeah, yes um, so the reason i bring that up is this movie tries to mimic in my opinion a lot of what limitless was but obviously with more of a superhero or i should say superpower focus on what this drug can do and tried to create an emotional tie with jamie fox's character with his daughter but that 
is where this movie fell flat for me. It just, there wasn't, the, I just, I didn't get enough to know why I needed to care about his daughter. Where Limitless for me was a movie that was based on a drug, but it was about a man's journey that to me was extremely captivating and was visually appealing, was extremely interesting to me. But this movie being Project Power felt like an action movie that tried to force an emotional story upon me and parade it with a bunch of great visuals, but never got to where it wanted to go. So exactly. Amen. With that, <laughs> it's definitely like if, if, if you want to be entertained and see some great visuals, this movie's going to work on a Friday or Saturday night, especially if it's later at night. Like you need something on. It's better than a lot of other, like Pride and Prejudice has been in like the top 10 of Netflix. Don't watch that movie. Watch Project Power. Like save yourself a couple of hours. But this movie is not a good movie. Stream it. I agree with everything you said except for watching this over Pride and Prejudice because I actually quite enjoy that movie. Oh, <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen this movie, go check it out now because we're about to drop some spoilers in this son of a bitch. So make sure if you are, care about spoilers, go watch this movie. Stop now. Come back. Pick up where you left off. If you don't care about spoilers, stick with us because we're about to spoil, spoil the shit out of this thing. I will say, JJ, when you told us to watch this movie because I'd seen it on Netflix and... I gotta be honest, I I don't know many people that don't like Jamie Foxx. He's a pretty good actor, pretty, pretty entertaining. So when I saw that, pretty pumped. Honestly, I didn't know Joseph Gordon Levitt didn't know he was in this movie until I started watching the movie. And I I was kind of annoyed with his New Orleans accent. I just wanted him to speak normally, which it's a little thing, but I was just kind of taken aback by that. But man, this movie just trying to I thought that like the beginning when they set up this whole drug thing, I was I was pretty intrigued. But I don't. I'm trying to figure out where it started to go wrong for me. I need to think about that. I I hated how they tried to explain the drug. Yeah. Right. Because their argument is that we evolve from animals, and so what this pill does is enhances some dormant DNA that we all have, and it just becomes active in different ways. And I'm like, that is not how evolution works. We are not on the same evolutionary tree as an armadillo, right? Like, that's that's not how this science works. And I'm like, I, see, I don't mind far-fetched science, but when you're trying to convince me that I'm an idiot, like that bothers me a little bit, you know? I would have been better if they said we put DNA in these pills. And so that combines with your human DNA. And that's why you have these. Like, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I'm with you. Have your ears laughing. So because they don't give you much of an explanation until midway through the movie. Right. When they're in that basement and then he tells you about it. And, I, and I'm like, wait, what? I was like, so now. All, and then it got even worse at the end when Jamie Foxx's character is like, guess what animal I got? I'm like, like shrimp, bullet shrimp. I'm like, cheat. I'm like, dude, you did not evolve from a pistol shrimp. What the oh, fuck are you talking about? I was like, it doesn't even work like that. Like, it's so the fact that they dropped it, because I actually, to be honest with you, I was confused when Rodrigo Santoro's character, when Biggs, Biggie, what a stupid ass name for that character, by the way, Biggie, when his character was explaining and they showed all the images of the different animals and how they got all their powers, I was sitting there going, hold on, wait, what? So you injected all these different animals. So how is it that each time they take the pill, it get, they get the same reaction? Because I thought they were saying that each pill had a different animal. And then I was like, well, why do they always get this? And then he explained it at the end. No, I guess which one I got. And I'm like, oh, this is stupid. No, and it's, be it's because they explain in the very beginning of the movie where he's like, you can take that pill, but you don't know what you're going to get. 
right? You yeah. could just explode. And so that the whole for half the movie, I'm thinking, oh, this is just Russian roulette with pills. Like sometimes you are uh, flame on dude from Fantastic Four, and sometimes you're an armadillo. Right. Like that's what I thought until he explained and 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 uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, his power was the same every time. And yeah, it was like they didn't explain it well. And then when they did explain it, you're just like, this is the stupidest premise I've ever heard. It was bad. But also to me, it just didn't make a lot of like they so they just said like an F you to the FDA because they knew this drug would never get approved, basically. So I guess it's cool to just run street trials everywhere. And our government isn't going to care about this because the whole when they brought in like these buyers and backers and everything, that whole shady crowd just it didn't make a lot of sense to me because if if it was this chaotic as a drug, I don't see normal America, CIA, law enforcement, even though they were doing it on these soldiers, just being like, cool, let's get it out there. Let's just let it run rampant. And that's how they wanted it to be portrayed. Like, that's how we're testing it. That's how we're refining it. But to me, that didn't seem as a believable like premise to actually be realistic in the world that I would live in. I just, I don't see that working. Right. And you've got this chick from Latin America who's like in with all the drug cartels, right? And his pitch is, if you buy this drug for me, you can just give it to people and topple a government. I'm like, wow, that is a slippery slope of you're, you're going to have to fill in the gaps for me as to how me giving you millions of dollars for this topples the government and why I would want that as a drug cartel, right? There, there's just so many like leaps and bounds and logic. Like, cause you don't say. know what you're going to be. That's a good point, Javier. Cause you're like, well, if you had a bunch of armadillo people that are just invulnerable, still can't get through the, the fortress. They're just going to be impenetrable to bullets. Right. Well, not to mention it pisses me off whenever you watch a show and they're like, Oh, here's the, especially in this case where they talk about a drug, car- drug cartel wanting to topple a government. No, they don't. The drug cartels make money because of government. Like, let's just go ahead and throw that out there. If you look at the big drug countries in South and Central America, their governments help fund that shit. So when they start talking about a drug cartel wanting to overthrow a government, no, you don't. You want to make sure you get key people in there, but you're not going to do that with freaking guy on fire walking in the building. Why? Do, what are you going to do? You're going to shut it down and then rebuild it with your own people. Now everybody knows that you run the government. Nobody's going to do business with you, you knuckleheads. So that shit pisses me off. Like I could see you want to win against other drug cartels. You want to be the top drug cartel in the South America. Great. I'm all in for that. But topple governments, why the fuck would she want to do that? That makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like hugely confused by his pitch to her. I'm like, how would this benefit a drug cartel exactly? Unless, like, the pitch should have been, hey, you want to beat other drug cartels? You want to take their territory? You want to win these, like, cartel wars? Uh, give everyone in your cartel some of these pills and just go, walk, like, mop the floor with... Like, there's just so many little tweaks like that you can make in this movie that would have not made me as frustrated watching this. Well, and I could have forgiven something like that if they had started it out with, look, each pill... Because I like the idea of... We sell these pills. It's Russian roulette. It's going to give you powers, but you don't know which ones. If you buy 10 pills from this girl, one pill might make you the invisible man. The next pill might make you the human torch. The next pill might make you Mr. Hyde with a half a fucking and stretchy skin for the rest of your life. I don't know, but it's, <laughs> it's really fucking weird. The Like that to me would have been more, or you might fucking explode. 
to me, that would have been more interesting. And I could have forgiven some of the silly shit like toppling governments or giving a weird yeah. pitch because I believe in what this drug does, right? As opposed to... It's all of that, the uncertainty and in such where when I compared this to uh, Limitless, where it was clearly a well-refined drug and it made sense to me why it was kind of a secret pill and and why it could have stayed secret and probably should have because the elite people wanted to keep that under wraps because it was working for them and it, it was it was a repeatable skill set it it was reliable it did what it did but it also they added the thing of the more you take this the more it does affect your brain and your circuits and they never really focus on it in this movie project power about is this like destroying their bodies every time they take it they never got to that point in a lot of these powers you're like okay so this guy's got like bone metal stuff coming out of his forearm like does that just go back in and he's fine and his body's like well we're good to go keep taking project power and those discrepancies didn't really work for me where a movie like Limitless set those boundaries for me and it worked where as we've been talking about it's, it felt like project power is just yo-yoing and, and showing us oh well that happened but actually there's nothing later in the story that says that's like a repeatable thing uh, we're just gonna let this happen and keep going yeah like they show that you can od on this right in the very beginning when he's chasing down mm -hmm. that chick's cousin and he turns it into human torch because he takes like four at the same time but then 30 minutes later Joseph Gordon-Levitt takes four within a 20-minute period, and he's fine. So I'm like, what are the OD rules here? Like, Because if you take like a full dose of heroin four times within 20 minutes, like you'll probably OD. So like, if we're going to take the time to explain that you can OD off this drug, but then also take the time to show that, but if you space them out five minutes apart, <laughs> you won't OD, like... I'm with you, Matt. So, like, where where's the consistency and what what are the consequences of these drug of this drug exactly? Because why, like, why did Jamie Fox with his uh, I don't know what kind of animal power? I mean, that was unreal pistol stuff. Shrimp. Like, why, the pistol shrimp, yeah, the <laughs> pistol shrimp. I'm like, why didn't you just take that at the beginning and just get the shiz done and over with? But did did he? I guess he died after, but his daughter saved him and. But why did he have to die there? It just it didn't make sense. Which has did you guys do any research on this pistol shrimp thing? Because he made the claim that it superheats the water to like 300 times the surface of the sun, which I find that very, very, very hard to believe. Um. So, I, yeah, I pulled it up and it is from they're an ugly son of a bitch. Well, searching this right here, it says slow motion pistol shrimp attack hits four thousand percent celsius yes so that's hot <laughs> i don't know that, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> that sounds warm so yes it could like they do heat the water up re like yes it's ridiculous but the problem is is they're tiny <laughs> it's it's not like you're dealing with a man-sized shrimp here you're, you're dealing with an animal <laughs> that's like this fucking big they're the size of a shrimp right so when it does that like if your hand like if you were holding the fucker Sure, you probably burn yourself, but it's not going to kill a human, right? Like, is it like internal temperatures, or is it because he rams them at super high speeds? So that I don't know, because that's how he explains it in the movie. And so when its power started, I expected him to just be headbutting people and evaporating them, which would have been better what I, than what I saw him do. So apparently, the pistol shrimp has two claws. It's got a small pincher. And an enormous snapper. Um, yeah, I've got an enormous claw. snapper too. Me too. <laughs>
So apparently it displaces water that jets at 105 feet a second. So it's so high that its pressure drops below vapor pressure of water and tiny bubbles already present in the water suddenly swell in the low pressure and then they collapse when the pressure climbs again. So it creates this heat, but it actually generates a sound of a snap and for a split second temperatures of 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit. So almost as hot as the surface of the sun um, and also a flash of light. So it results in these shock waves that bombards the shrimp's prey, which if it's lucky, it will die instantly because it's dragged into the pistol shrimp's burrow and eaten, obviously. But yes, like it super conducts the water and basically makes bullets out of these bubbles. All right. Now, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty cool. No, that's badass. But they didn't represent that shit very well with <laughs> Jamie Foxx going Super sun, yeah, he's just like super cyan sun man throwing fucking heat yeah. waves around. He just has like solar flares bursting out of his palm. Yeah, why didn't he get like a bigger arm then? Uh, yeah, exactly. Why didn't one arm go bigger? That's it should have. Get a little arm, <laughs> and a huge arm. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god, and I know they tried to show like the effects, right? Because at first, when you got Machine Gun Kelly, who I still can't stand as an actor, by the way, that turns Wait, he's in this movie. Yeah, he's the fire guy. Oh, because- that's who that guy is? Oh, he's a nerve. I didn't know that that's who that dude is. Yeah, that's Newt. More. Where's Where's Eminem when you need him? Get right? this guy out of here. Yeah, that's Newt. That guy. Yeah, Newt is Machine Shut Gun up. Kelly. Man, he's a worse actor than he is a rapper, and that's God, saying he's something. It's bad. So they show his face at the beginning when he's in his house. Like He's obviously lit himself on fire before taking mm-hmm. these pills, and he does take the one. He only takes one when he goes at first on fire and he's trying to and he's chasing him through the house and then he pops three at one time and that's when he explodes in the bathtub so they show that there's lasting effects because he's got that whole side of his face he obviously but my question was so does he heal from that shit over time and if he does how because that's not one of his super abilities he didn't get the healing ability you only get one so also when he downed those three pills he didn't twist them like you're supposed to he just swallowed them i noticed so I'm like, that, well, what's, what's the point of twisting them if that's optional you know well apparently jamie fox could twist it with his teeth so maybe oh yeah just like with his it's like ter- it's like tying a, a knot in a cherry stem yeah it must be a great kisser Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, it was, and then I, yeah, they showed. So I mean, I I think that they tried to show, but the, I look, I don't like exposition in movies. Like I don't like movies you have to explain to me very much. But this is a movie that needs that because in order for me to believe it, I have to understand what's happening, and you can't just subtly show me shit that don't make sense for me to ex- and then ex- expect me to make sense of it. You either have to make clear, perfect sense of what's going on so that I see it and then I know it, or you have to give me exposition, which I'll swallow in a movie like this because there's a lot going on that I'm like, I don't fucking know. They tried to have that stupid exposition through that sales pitch. It just didn't work. They're not good at that. No, it was bad. That's why I say the dialogue, the writing in this movie, and no offense to your your matching named cohort, Matson, but the writing was pretty bad. The Obviously, as we've talked about, the way they explain things, the dialogue was shit. Look, we know Jamie Foxx. We know Joseph Gordon-Levitt can act. We've seen them do it. I don't love Jamie Foxx. He's about 50-50 for me on whether or not I enjoy him in a movie. But the dude can act. When he turns it on, God, he can act. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. law-abiding citizen. Yeah, like law-abiding citizen or the one where he did the biopic about uh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Uh, When he did the biopic Ray. Dude, that he was amazing in that movie. Like he's a great actor. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, amazing actor. His movie 50-50, 
one of my favorite movies hilariously entertaining deep movie but god they were bad in this and it, it wasn't them it's the dialogue was shit the writing was crap why why were we more endeared to the the dad daughter relationship that was supposed to be the emotional tie through this movie because for me that fell flat and i cared more about um the drug dealer drug dealer girl that was helping jamie fox out this more than the daughter that that wouldn't make more sense like there's just too much going on right because you've got biggie you've got jamie fox you've got joseph gordon levitt you've got this drug dealer girl you've got his daughter i'm like 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 you were mentioning limitless amazing because there's not all this crazy things going on it's a dude who tried to drug loved it and then it's all these natural consequences to trying a drug like that right but like with this one it just every every relationship seemed super forced like even the one with the drug dealer chick where and you guys know i generally hate movies where it's like i've been kidnapped but okay now i'm gonna help you right like <laughs> and i don't think they did a good job at explaining like he was just like i have a daughter and a wad of cash help me and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> what? No, screw that guy. I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm with you. I, I did not enjoy that little father-daughter connection thing. Didn't make sense. For me, I think the problem I run in, ran into with that dynamic of the father-daughter is the only time I got to meet the daughter was in these weird, flashbacks. like, the flashbacks that were more, yeah, they weren't yeah. even, like, true flashbacks. It wasn't even him, like, thinking of something good. It was like the, you know, the him having these traumatic experiences come back to him. It was, you know what I mean? He, it was like, I don't want to watch it through these choppy, confusingly placed. Like when they're driving in the truck and he starts having this flashback of his daughter getting kidnapped and then drives off the road into some weird signs with the drug dealer girl. <laughs> I was like, what the, why would you put this here? What a weird thing. And to me, this movie would have been better if you had just made, just pull from John Wick Make this thing a flat-out revenge movie. This is a soldier that they pulled in. They fucked him up, tested radiation on him because of him. And make the other person in the boat a soldier. Don't make somebody kidnap. Just say, he's going to blow this fucking shit up because it's killing people. It's disgusting what they're doing. And he's pissed that he was the test subject that started this whole thing. He's the only one that survived or didn't join forces with them. And now he's going, I'd be more inclined to be affected by this character in that situation than trying to like Javier said, force a relationship of a daughter on me just so that we can see some superhuman that actually gets all of them all the time. It's just, yeah, it's just poor, poor writing across the board. Well said though. I do like I, I against all odds. I like the character Robin. She made me mm -hmm. laugh like because she just was so normal throughout this whole movie of all this crazy shit going around. She was just kind of a normal kid doing extraordinary things, right? She's a drug dealer trying to help her mom. And I, her mom cracked my shit up. Like the whole Joseph Gordon-Levitt sneaking into the house. That would be naked. He has seen in this movie. It's like, where's your badge? Well, I don't really have it on me right now. <laughs> that whole scene made me giggle. But most of the characters I just didn't buy into, but I enjoyed robin i i actually liked her the fact that everybody kept telling her to stay away stay away even after jamie fox gives her this riveting speech of how to heat she needs to find what she's great at and go for it because they're gonna the world's gonna which he's not wrong she's in every subverted demographic there is right so she needs to grab a hold of what she's good at and go for it but don't tell her that and then shut her ass down the next minute you know what i mean like she obviously is a bit, has the ability to do some things but one thing that i really liked was the soundtrack oh yeah and this movie it's a pretty dope soundtrack 
With that said, though, like the advice was like, oh, you're a good rapper. I'm like, not really. You're a good lyricist, right? Like, you're not a great rapper. You're just, you, you're, you're good at like writing songs and writing lyrics or whatever. And so, like, you have like three scenes where she's just like, I'm a good rapper and she raps. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, like you're decent, but like if every decent person went all in on their rap career, like that's how we have a bunch of SoundCloud artists. But that's <laughs> how we have Machine Gun Kelly. And <laughs> we have Machine Gun Kelly and freaking 69 and shit like that, right? Like, well, we have that <laughs> part of that problem too is we have mindless knuckleheads that listen to that and go this music's awesome and i'm like oh fuck why would you say that they made millions because you don't know good music (laughs) (laughs) no i'm with you and speaking of the soundtrack so this rap artist named chica is actually who did so she did the the credit song the end credit song which is really cool and she wrote all the lyrics that robin presented throughout the movie in the different rap battle the different rap sections she was actually the friend sitting next to her in class was the actual artist so i thought that was cool that she was in it and was able to represent that so but i i did enjoy and i that's one scene that the movie didn't need but i want to see a movie based on that scene is in the classroom when the teacher busts her ass and she fucking obliterates him with this rap this lyrics and then the class goes crazy at the end like make a movie about this girl that wants to be a rap artist but is afraid to rap has stage fright and she just in her daydreams eviscerates every person that she hates in spoken word or in hip-hop or rap or lyrics and then the daydream goes back to real life that would be an entertaining ass movie for me like i would watch yeah. that shit and have it go somewhere isn't that was a great scene isn't that like walter mitty they he yes. tries to do that and then clearly doesn't capitalize on that but there are a lot of scenes of that yeah oh guys we should do walter mitty that is no. i love that movie no. It's such a great movie. I've seen oh. that movie twice. I don't need to see that movie. I'd rather again. stick ice picks in my ears. What? You guys don't like that movie? It has such let a me let me just nestle up on here and die. I, I can't watch two hours of Ben Stiller. Just can't do it. Oh yeah, it is Ben Stiller. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you one other thing that this movie made me want, and that was Church's Chicken. When, when they're texting and she they had the church and then the chicken, I was like, oh, they're talking about churches. And then it shows them in churches. Uh, I want some churches chicken. Oh, is that a real place? Yeah, it's <laughs> real chicken, dude. In the East Coast and in the South. It's fucking is it, uh, amazing. Is it blessed? Is it like cooked in holy water or some holy holy oil? Dude, it's, that work? it's good enough to make you see Jesus if you believe in that kind of thing. It's delicious I mean, chicken. If you, I'm sure if you eat it enough, you will. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you <do this. laughs> Again, if you believe in that kind of thing. No, but yeah, it's it's amazing. I love Church's Chicken. It's delicious. All right, let's wrap this up. I'm, I actually am hungry now. I need to go eat some food. Yeah, so that's we tried to talk about the interesting parts of this movie. Let's go ahead and rate it. Avi, let's start with you. Yeah, okay. I think I'm going to give this movie a one. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, right? That would be She Dies Tomorrow. It's not even <laughs> not a, close to that. It's not even the second worst movie I've ever seen, which I don't even know what that is. It's... It's definitely it's it's definitely in the you know pantheon of just movies not worth watching. Really, here's the thing: if you want a movie about like pills and how they make you like different, like smarter, like Limitless, great movie. Except the part where he drinks blood and gets high. That gets a little dicey at that point. But <laughs> uh, 
also a movie about like pill, like super pills and the consequences of that. If you want a movie about like superpowers and heroes, oh, go watch The Boys. Such a dope TV show. My point is anything that is remotely appealing about this movie can be found in better movies. So just go watch those. Matson. Yeah. Uh, shameless plug about the boys. We are going to be releasing our first four episodes of season two upcoming real soon. So definitely tune into that. If you haven't seen it, go listen to our, our recap of season one. Awesome. By the way, I uh, fully agree with Javier there. I'm going to give this movie a 1.5. It's not a great movie, but I just, when we, when we bring up, she dies tomorrow, I just want our audience to not forget. Like, I know none of you have seen it because you listened to us. We saved you, but that movie is so bad. This movie compared to that is just a, it's a great movie <laughs> compared to that. But this movie compared to what we would deem like normal, like average movies and such is not a good movie. I'm not going to get long winded here. If, you need something to watch and you're looking for an action flick and you you like Jamie Foxx and want to see what he's going to do on screen, put it on, but do something else while you're watching, like eat food since we're all hungry here. And yeah, just again, I said stream it. You're not missing anything if you watch it or if you don't watch it. It's just an average movie, like not even average, below average movie on Netflix. If you want a Jamie Foxx action movie, go watch White House Down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ah. Don't do that. Why house that with a chrome rocket launcher? All right. Yeah, I, I agree with everything being said. I'm going to be a touch long winded because I do. We missed a couple things that I wanted to talk about that were positive about this movie. Some of the visuals were fantastic. Like the the whole the look of the pills was really fucking cool. Like when they twisted it and you could see it activate and the molecules would go crazy in it. I thought that was cool. Even though it was Machine Gun Kelly, the guy turning into fire, the guy that had the bones coming out of him like the Wolverine frog, that shit was pretty cool looking. Even Jamie Foxx's crazy ass weird solar flare shit that he had going on at the end, watching people melt because of it was pretty badass. Visually, it was pretty fun. The bullet getting shot into Joseph Gordon-Levitt's the side of his head with his armadillo skin blocking it was pretty cool looking. You can see that in the preview though. So if that's what you want to see, just go watch the preview of the movie and move on to something better. But there were cool visuals. Javier did touch on the soundtrack, which was really good. I actually liked the score of it pretty well too. Um, there was some good visual, good sounds there, good music. There were some one-liners that landed for me. There were some that missed really bad. Like I think at one point, Joseph Gordon-Levitt said, mercy, mercy buckups instead of merci beaucoup because they're in louisiana so you got to have a french language joe i was like <laughs> did you really just say mercy buckups buckups or some shit like i was like oh my god we, this is dumb so <laughs> some just really didn't land and some there were some that did so there were some Ooh. redeeming parts of this movie javier what i also like i also like the part where he kidnaps robin and she's like i'm just a kid he's like you're dealing drugs in these streets you lost the right to pretend that you're just a kid that's fair like, yeah that's it's a good point, actually. It's a solid point. Very good point. The visual, and I know Master City didn't like it, but the visual, I didn't like that they did it, but the visual from inside the freezing canister with the ice chick, the visual was cool. It distracted me from the fight that I actually wanted to see. Yeah. So you could too. tell that was a budgetary problem. It was cheaper for them to make the ice than it was to show a bunch of people getting murdered in crazy ways. So that bothered me, but it was cool looking. That's about all I got for it, especially when the chick's finger broke off. So I say oh, all dude. of that. Yeah. I say all of that to say that I give this movie a one and a half. It gets the 0.5 because of some of the stunning visuals and the soundtrack. Everything else I would leave it. I, it doesn't matter for me. It didn't add anything. 
there was a lot of shit like Jamie Foxx putting reading glasses on in a store. Like that's going to help him blend in or something. Like I was like, Oh what yeah. Are you doing? It's like, you're some military guy, some badass soldier. And you just put reading glasses. Like that changes the way you look at all. Like at least this put sunglasses. Yeah. Or like fucking <laughs> hat <laughs> on. <laughs> no, he puts see-through fucking reading glasses. Like what? Rimless. It's not even like they were rimless. It was dumb. That uh, I, that one took me out of the movie a little bit. Anyway, so one and a half for me. Not a great movie. And like I said, if you're looking for some dumb, mindless entertainment because you got nothing else to watch, can't hurt to put this on in the background. Hang out, eat some food, some southern fried chicken, and then chicken. hang out with your friends. Yeah. So that's the verdict on the. <laughs> God, this silly ass movie. I just keep seeing it. Put those glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is our verdict. Go check it out if you so feel it. Feel so inclined. If not, Matson, tell them where they can find us. Yeah, if you would like to listen to us, and you already are, remember Apple, Spotify, and a bunch of other places for our podcast. Come chime in to us with social media on Instagram and Facebook, most especially. And come chime in on our website at whatsourverdict.com. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want us to review, listen to, and such. We love hearing from you. Perfect. Thanks, Mattson. Next week, tune in. We are doing the Tom Holland movie, The Devil All the Time, also a Netflix original. It released yesterday. We'll be reviewing it. So next Monday, you'll be able to hear what we think about that. We'll have a special guest. We'll introduce you to him when he gets there. So come check us out. It's going to be a fun episode and uh, we'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye Bye now. Cinematic out.